Pats win tonight? This is the Rich Eisen Show. I predicted them on game day morning. Damien Harris to the house! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Bills can't run the ball. And if it's 55 degrees, the kick is lifted to the uprights, and the kick. Missed it! He missed it off to the right. The wind took effect. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, Fox Sports College football analyst Joel Klass. Still to come. Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert. Michigan Heisman Trophy finalist Aiden Hutchinson. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, everybody. It's our number two of the Rich Eisen Show. Justin Herbert's going to be joining us in about 20 minutes' time. That should be a fun one. Uh, always good to chat with one of the top young quarterbacks and stars, emerging stars and now burgeoning stars of uh, the great sport of uh, the National Football League. That's going to be coming up. They take on a Giants team that Jake Fromm could be starting. They just picked him up, right? Yeah, off the oh Bills practice gosh. squad, I think. I mean, the fact that Jake Fromm could start a game for the Giants. I mean, that's all I'm saying. So, the six starting quarterbacks in the New York area this year, Zach Wilson, Mike White, mm-hmm. Joe Flacco, Daniel Jones, Mike Glennon, Jake Fromm. That's not I good. mean, that's not good. Honestly, <laughs> You know, what I'm just trying to think of, like, what's the worst New York pop culture moment? You know, is it Home Alone 2 with Trump? Like, what is the worst in the history of New York City? Oh, that specific scene? I don't know. Um, you know, I mean, like, it, it, it it's the exact opposite of whatever you'd want New York's to be known. Oof. With all due respect to Jake Fromm. But he's coming out here, and that's that could be potentially ugly. Maybe that's because the... Maybe oh maybe that's why the guy I'm playing in fantasy this week picked up the Chargers last week. I don't know. Smart. Justin Herbert's joining us uh, shortly, and then Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson is joining us uh, for uh, hour number three. He is uh, one of my favorite Wolverines ever. How about that, Apples? <laughs> I mean, what he's doing this year and how he's performing and what he's turned himself into uh, the potential top pick in this year's draft. He's a Heisman Trophy finalist. He will be joining us in hour number um, three of this program. Still to come on this show, I've got four downs. I'm going to do a four downs. I haven't done one in a hey, while. Proud My four of you. takes. Thank you. Proud My of four you. takes on uh, the NFL week that just finished. Uh, one of them is a hot take, and I think you're going to really like the hot take. I think I'm going to be right on this hot take. It's not about being right. It's about being hot. I want to be right. That's my problem. Is we, I need, can't... we need to break that mindset. Hot takes are not about being right. Yeah. Hot takes are being outrageous for clicks. And then, man, if you're right, yeah, great, you were right. You were but right. if not, like, what did I say again? And you just swipe it to the side. Okay. I hate hot takes. Huh? I hate hot takes. That's why I do, too. Absolutely. And I've told you guys before, I, that's why I was never a huge fan of sports talk radio for a long time. It's like, these guys don't believe what they're saying. That's why I do enjoy you because you. you don't do that stuff. And but they, then, then why do you like it when I work hot sometimes? Because you're not saying anything really outrageous. You're just amping yourself up a little, but you're not saying some stuff on Monday that you turn around on Wednesday and pretend that never came out of your okay. mouth. That you know All what right. I mean? That's what so, makes you different. So when I talk smack about my Wolverines, you like that? Yeah, that's trash talk. That's I love that. I'm here for that. All like day. like Michigan losing to Michigan State and the Spartans fans having a field day over that and throw it into my face over and over again, throw it in every Michigan fan's face, and that 
win turns out to be just a, a mere footnote, an asterisk on so, the road to yeah, a Big now Ten championship. The bowl. And the guy, and the guy, no, they're playing in the Peach Bowl. <laughs> it's right, no, a pretty good bowl against Pittsburgh. I know. So, so, but but and, and 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 the kid who ran all over Michigan, uh, Kenny Walker the third, uh, and was being talked about as a Heisman Trophy candidate based on that performance. He doesn't make the Final Four, but Aiden Hutchinson does. Like that's the sort of stuff yeah, that's you trash. want me to you want me to be I, doing here on this show. Good old fashioned trash. So I could work my way up to a a hot take that way. Is that trash talk? Is trash talk like the gateway drug to a hot take? (laughs) I think they're two completely separate entities, to be honest. That's why I just say no. That's why I just say no to hot takes. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to. A hot take is you're just saying. Or I just say no to trash talk. I don't want trash talking is like that. That's smart. That's intelligent. You got to be witty. You got to be quick. Okay. Have things to reference. That's what good trash talk is. I can't believe I'm seven years into this thing and I still haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, (laughs) you know, I haven't done my job in that. <laughs> like a hot takes Brockman saying Dr. Pepper's gross. Um, he said that. I said oh, you that. Said that. Oh, I, I missed that day. Oh, by the way, Rich. By the oh, way, trash. I thought you did. Rich. What, what, what's wrong with what said I just Dr. said? Dr. Pepper's trash. See, that, that's yesterday, a hot take. Yesterday I was on the phone call with my buddy Hal, who does all the art over here. Yes, sir. I brought up the Dr. Pepper thing. He's from Atlanta, so they love Coke and stuff. Yeah. When he found out that you said Dr. Pepper was trash, yes. he was the man went off on a just a expletive-filled tangent and oh. then tried to tell me that Dr. Pepper was better than Pepsi, and I said, yo, you got to chill, V. Uh, you got to chill I'm with on, him on that. that. Dr. But Pepper is better than, better than Pepsi. Pepsi. So, so then, what? Yes. Oh, my God. There's a hot Dr. take Dr. Pepper is not better than Pepsi. What, what are you talking Ooh, about? Pepsi has Pepsi. a bad aftertaste. Everybody likes nope. Pepsi. Oh, no. Thumbs down, guy. Thumbs down, guy. Oh, my God. Coke is number one, bar none. <sighs> There's nothing better than Coke. But did you tell your guy but that I said Sunkissed ruled the roost, though? Yeah, he was in that. But then he, then he was like, well, what's he like better, Sunkissed or Fanta? And I was like, wow, we didn't even get the Fanta. But Fanta. I think, I think I mean, Sunkissed is better than Fanta. Then we're going to start talking about knee-high and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, then we got oh, yeah. to stop the conversation. I'm sorry. I, I said Dr. Pepper was trash. Oh, I he, Rockman sorry. said no. the Dr. Pepper oh, throwing competition was yeah, trash. trash. Oh, right, right. <laughs> okay. That may be part of why you associated my Dr. Pepper take. Chris. I'm sorry, Chris. I thought Chris said it. Rockman would prefer the Dr. Pepper throwing competition. Actually be throwing be throwing it into Dr. Pepper cans, but into actual trash cans. So that's yeah. where the Dr. Like Pepper came up with. The week? chest pass should not be allowed in those throwing competitions. Yeah, that's how we got that's on Dr. Dr. Pepper. Pepper. That you should be required to overhand throw your football you know, throw towards like the got it. canister. Got it, got it, got it. With the opening into which some beautiful young lady uh, made uh, $100,000. Right. Wonderful. Great moment for her. Enough for a semester. Yes. <laughs> and There's a couple books, kid. Brockman yeah. was livid that she was allowed to chest pass footballs into a hole. And by the way, you know, those refs, there were five of them. Oh, they allowed it. Like, they allowed it. There were no challenge flags. There were no yellow flags. There was nothing. Brockman would just like to end that. That's and, the Dr. Pepper. And Desmond thing. Howard agreed with me. There are uh, playoff clinching scenarios. There are. They are very, very feasible. Very, very feasible. Uh, The Arizona Cardinals being the lone 10-win team in the National Football Conference entering week 14 with a victory on Monday night football against the Los Angeles Rams. They are in the playoffs. However, however, they could take the field on Monday night with that playoff uh, spot already clinched if... 
the Vikings lose on Thursday night football to the Steelers, and the 49ers then subsequently lose on Sunday in Cincinnati. Those two results give the Cardinals a win, and then there's a whole bunch of losses and ties. That's a partridge in a pear tree type scenarios I won't even mention here because it's too confusing. But that's very that's very very possible. That's just a a merely uh, they're in the playoffs, wow. and and we assume you know with a win over the Rams that would give them a season's sweep of the Rams, and the Rams are the only team within remote hailing distance of the Cardinals right now. Uh, but the, there, there, there's still a possibility they could lose the division. I don't even know how that would be possible. Someone would have to lose out and win out and all that business. But there are two teams that can, in fact, clinch the division this weekend. Ooh, yeah. The Green Bay Packers can oh. clinch the division this weekend. They wow. can wrap up the NFC North with a win on Sunday night football against the Bears and – the Vikings having already lost on Thursday night. So the Vikings lose to Thursday night could open the door to not one, but two playoff teams being uh, created. Unfortunately for them, uh, it's not them. Um, And that's the situation with the Packers, who can also clinch with a win and a Saints loss and a 49ers loss together. We already told you the 49ers are in Cincinnati. The New Orleans Saints are at the Jets, and thus, if they lose that one, I would proffer to say they should just go pack up and put them in the U-Haul and go home. (laughs) Even with, you know, Trevor Simeon perhaps being... By the way, that would be the most Jets thing this year is to have Trevor Simeon come into their house and and win a game. Because right now, um, uh, Gardner Minshew has as many home wins as Zach Wilson. Gardner Minshew. uh, As many wins in MetLife this year. Uh, as as many wins in MetLife this year as Zach Wilson. Throw Trevor Simeon on that list, why don't you? All right. I don't mean to go down a wormhole. We're talking about playoff clinching scenarios. Good, positive, glass-half-full things for people. And the Buccaneers can print playoff tickets themselves. They could win the NFC South if they win. And, however, they need the Saints to lose at the Jets. And then they also need the Panthers to lose as the Panthers are coming off their bye week with a new offensive coordinator, they are hosting the Atlanta Falcons. So there's Vikings that. Are involved again. And those games are all taking place on Sunday. The Buccaneers are once again hosting the Bills. That's a late window game on CBS. I proffer to say that reeks of Romo and Nance calling that one. <laughs> so those are your playoff clinching scenarios. None in the AFC. There's zero. AFC is so tight, every piece on the chessboard thrown up in the air and on the ceiling like it's the Queen's Gambit right now. Can't even, there's not even remote, like, I don't even know if the the NFL uh, folks who figure this stuff out, Mike North and his terrific team, they even said, they, they probably said, we're not even going to put the AFC into the into the machinery here. We're not even gonna try. <laughs> With one team at nine and three, three at, three at eight and four, three at seven and five, one at seven and six, it's, and I believe there's three at six and six. It's nuts. So that sets up all of this conversation of playoff clinching scenarios. On yesterday's date in nineteen ninety-four, December sixth, nineteen ninety-four, the brilliant Farrelly brothers film Dumb and Dumber was in a theater near you for the very first time. <laughs> there they are. Up on the screen, 
There they are. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. Jim Carrey and, uh, and Jeff Daniels. At any rate, um, the greatest line, uh, maybe, and, and this is saying a lot because there's a lot in many Farrelly Brother movies, uh, but go ahead. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! That's just a great line. This led us to say, Chris Brockman, come up with a handful of teams okay. that are sniffing it right okay. now, as we call in the hunt here on the Rich Eisen Show, and I'll tell you if they've got a chance to make the playoffs. Chris Brockman, go for it. Let's start with a team playing on Thursday. They wear purple. They go by school. They are the yeah. ninth seed in yeah. the NFC. Yeah. Your Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I'm going to say that this team where Mike Zimmer just moments ago said Alan, Adam Thielen's out for this game. Dalvin Cook's already out for this game. Okay. Thielen, he did say, however, is going to um, is going to return this year. Okay, so I'm going to say with this team even having a decent current tie break in their back pocket for the uh, NFC conference standings. Right now, the Minnesota Vikings are four and four in conference, which is actually at 500. It's not bad. It's not bad. Everybody else below them, 10 on down, is under 500. I'm still saying they're not making the playoffs. Never say never, but never. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying because the Minnesota Vikings still have a game against the um, Green Bay Packers. They've got a game against the Rams. They have to visit Monday night. they got to be at the Bears. they got to play the Bears twice. And I know you can say what you will about the Bears, but Bears can actually win one of those games. I- I- I'm saying, and this would, be ama- this would be a shame with one of the best receivers in the game and Cousins having one of his best years. I, I say they're... They're, they're, I'm going to stick a fork in them right there. Woo. Vikings, I don't think, are making the playoffs. Vikings. Okay. Even though they're a game out of it right now, and the problem is they've already lost the San Francisco 49ers, they don't have that tie break. Head-to-head, they lose that one. So, who we got next, Chris? All right, let's go to the AFC. This team was once 1-7. and seven. Yes. Left for dead. Yes. Quarterback. Yes. Out. He stinks. Now, not so fast. <laughs> Five in a row, six and seven. They're way back in the AFC, but they are still alive. The Miami football Dolphins. Yeah, they're on a bye. They're on a bye. That's right. Thank you. Bye. Uh, and then uh, home for the Jets. They should win that one. They're at New Orleans. They could win that one. At Tennessee is iffy. And they've got the Patriots at home. Chris, what's the toughest place for the Patriots to win in? Weird stuff happens in Miami, man. What is the toughest place for the Patriots to to play in? Last 20 years. And year out. South Florida. I'm saying the Dolphins have a chance. I'm saying the Dolphins have a chance. They got to win at least three of those. I know they got to win three of them. I think, I I think, uh, uh, I think they could, I think they win three of them and they're nine and eight and I think they've got a shot. I don't know who they'd have to be straight up against, but I think they've got a shot right now. I'll take them. Yeah! I'll say they still have – I'm saying they've got a dumb and dumber chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, they would need some help. um, Because they're on – they're playing well. The defense is playing well. Half game behind Vegas and Cleveland and Denver. You know, they would need Buffalo and probably Pittsburgh to kind of stumble. I think they've got a shot here. A dumb and dumber chance. More than, yes, the Vikings. What else you got over there, Chris? Okay, 
Let's go back to the NFC 12 seed right now. They, uh, I don't know if they really have a quarterback. They should probably call Phillip Rivers. The New Orleans Saints at 5-7. and seven. Do they have a chance? I just love their coach, man. They're at the Jets. They're at Tampa, home for Miami. And then they finish up versus Carolina and Atlanta. Kamara's coming back, right? I would think so. They got winnable games. It's just, who's the quarterback? Yeah. I just think Sean Payton with Kamara coming back. I, I can't count him out. I'll give him a double. Is dumb Sean Payton th- playing quarterback? He is not. <laughs> he is not. They're four and five in conference, which is not terribly shabby. If they finish, if they go on a run, let's just say they win them all, even though I just gave one of those the Dolphins. Let's just say they finish nine and eight. I'll, I'll say they have a chance to finish nine and eight. Nine and eight is going to make the playoffs. I think Kamara, and I think he's just, Kamara's coming back. But don't forget, Kamara coming back is a totally different animal. Yeah. Makes it de- I'll just, because of Sean Payton, I'm going to give him a chance. I'll give him a dumb and dumber chance. Yeah! Yeah, I'll just say that. <laughs> oh, sure. wow. All right. Yeah, I'll say it. that. They still have a chance. A dumb and dumber chance. Yeah. What else you got, Chris? All right, last uh, last AFC team here, <clears throat> also six and six. AFC West. Let's talk about the Raiders. Do the Raiders have a chance? Are we jackpot baby on the Raiders? What do they finish up with oh, right Mike, here? Good music, Mike. The autumn wind is a pirate. At Kansas City and Cleveland, home for Denver at Indianapolis, home for the Chargers. I say they are toast. Toast. Yeah, man. Tough schedule. Uh, that 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 win in Dallas. If not for that, they they lose five in a row here. Yeah. Losing I mean, to the Giants. Go I guess. Hunt, man. They got to. They. I don't know. And Waller being out just changes the dynamic. I think. Yeah. I I I. They're six and six. So, you know, I'm. I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll say they still have a chance. I'll, I'll still, I'll still say they've Ooh. got a chance, just because they're six and six, and they're. If I'm saying a six and seven team has a chance, their schedule though is. But their bro- schedule is very brutal. difficult. Also, a dumb and dumber chance because we saw. Yeah. I wouldn't have given them a dumb and dumber chance in in um, in on Thanksgiving Day, and they yeah, still did it. True. True. And hopefully, just give it a Josh Jacobs a million times to see come if he up. can carry them. They have three road games here that are very tough. In Kansas City, in Cleveland, at Indy. They're going to have hunt. to win two of those. Go yeah. hunt. Go hunt. They got, the, they got the guys up front to hunt. So, all right. Is that, is that I think it? we need one more. Oh. oh. Cool. All right. We'll get one more. Do you have one more? We got one more? Oh, Rich. Come on. I, I got one more. You <laughs> talk about this team so much. I feel like they're your fourth kid. Baker Mayfield and yeah, the Cleveland yes, Browns. Of course they have a shot. They're 6-6, six and six, 11th seed. Don't have many tiebreakers. Do they have a shot? I think they beat the Ravens coming off right now. They're by. The yes, they're a healthier team than the Whoa. Ravens. They got it at home. The dog pound is going to be barking. Okay. I don't want them barking when Baker needs quiet on offense, all right? <laughs> I'll, I'll just tell you what Baker's thinking. Everybody chill out and chillax. Kareem Hunt says he's our guy. Kareem's healthy. And and Chubb's coming back, and Baker's healthy. They win that one. Vegas comes east. Is that an early window game? Let me check that one out. Vegas comes east. Is that an early window game on CBS? Um, let me see right now. The uh, that is uh, NFL fact, Network. No, actually, it's TBD. It's, oh, yeah, it is. NFL Network. It's a Saturday. Saturday. Saturday game. Saturday. Short week. Short week. Coming east. Playing at 4:30 in the afternoon, Eastern time. Here we go. 
They win that one? Nah, at Green Bay, that's a dicey one on Christmas Day. And then, uh, okay, here we go. Pittsburgh? At Pittsburgh? Who knows? Send Big Ben out, out yeah, in retirement? What's going to happen in that game? <laughs> and then they sweep the Cincinnati Bengals and win the division. There you go. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> They're going to win the division. Yes. Why not? <laughs> Hot take. Yeah. You want to believe in hot takes? Yeah. Grab that oh, plank. More than a yeah. dumber, Grab dumber the plank. Chance. Grab the plank. Grab the plank for that. We got two planks. Grab them both. Grab them both. Grab them, yeah. Hold on. What, Mike, what do we got for odds on the Browns to we win got the division? three planks. Hold on a second. He's grabbing all the planks, Chris. All the planks. He's got all the planks. Got this plank. Oh, on the hot plank. I got this plank. Hey. And I got my buddy Cedar Spills Tom Persons hot take plank because it's in the form of my, 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 my own head here. The Browns are seven to go. one. Seven, seven to one. one to win the North. Take it. Wow. I don't condone that behavior, but take it. Mooch has got a blackboard. <laughs> wow. and he's underlining words to tell you not to do it. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> I didn't listen to Mooch last night. I made a kill it on the under. <laughs> By the way, I told you I before we left, I, though. If I could only bet against the stuff Mooch says sitting next to me on Sunday, <laughs> I wouldn't be here. I'd be retired. <laughs> I'd be neighbors right now with Musburger. <laughs> or Joe Scarsgard Buck and Combo. In succession? Yeah. Uh, you'd be on Lake Como? Yeah. Lake Como, exactly. <laughs> Talking about I want a merger. Yeah. That's what I want. Sleeping on a, He needs to do a mattress uh, deep dive. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's take a break. Justin Herbert's waiting for us on the other side of the Los Angeles Chargers. Don't go anywhere. What do you think about those choices? 844-204-RICH. Call us. We'll have time for your calls, too. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. It is time for our next guest to join us right here 
on uh, on the Rich Eisen show. Um, and it's a uh, it is a uh, when was the last time we had him on, Chris? Do you know when the last time we had him on? I don't. Was it, was last it off year? season? I feel like we might have talked to him in the off season. Is he on the phone line right now? He is. Okay. Joining me on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, fresh off a big W in Cincinnati, Ohio, getting set to take on the New York football giants in SoFi Stadium is none other than the quarterback of the Los Angeles Chargers, back on the Rich Eisen Show, Justin Herbert. How you doing, Justin? Always great to be back. Doing well, thank you. Really appreciate you saying that. So uh, let's jump jump into it. How do you view your 2021 season as we enter Week 14? How do you yeah, view it? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, and I think uh, one of the great things about our team is we've played some really good football, and at times, you know, we haven't played as, as great of football. And, and those are the moments that you watch the film and you have to learn from. And um, yeah, we're going to make mistakes, but uh, our team's going to learn from them. And you know, I think we've come a long way, and, and there's still a lot of football left. So, uh, to what do you attribute the inconsistency that you refer to? Yeah, I think it's just the NFL. I think you're going up against some pretty tough competition, and. Every every week you're going to go against a, a team that's well coached, um, and, and they're going to have studs on the defense and offense. So um, it's all about how you prepare and having a good week of uh, protection plans and, and talking about coverage and doing all those things that matter so that you have any chance on Sundays. What is the general sense of the coverage you see consistently from the defenses in the NFL forcing you to do something? Maybe what yeah, is you're it? You're going to see a whole lot of uh, different coverages. You're going to see cover three. You're going to see some. Uh, you know, split split safety looks, cover two, and you're going to see a lot of man as well, and uh, especially with the guys that we have on the outside, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, um, you know, you're going to get their best shot. So uh, it's all about having a good week of preparation and getting ready for those guys. Well, what is the general sense of what you think they're trying to get you to do? That to, What's your that, – that trying to get you out of your potential comfort zone? Do you see a general a, a consistency amongst the way defenses are playing you? At all? Uh, that's a good question. I, I think all defenses kind of play us differently. And, and one week it might be um, a, a lot of single high safety, and the next week it might be a lot of uh, two high safety. So uh, it's all about game planning and seeing what team does what um, and preparing for those guys because, uh, you know, I think they all do play a little bit differently. Which is the toughest defense you've seen this year then? So uh, there have been a few. You know, I, I think New England's got a really good defense. They're really well coached, and, uh, you know, they do a great job of disguising everything and making one thing look like another. And, um, you know, they've had a lot of success on defense. Okay, so the Patriots, the one that stands out to you. Did you see that, uh, any of the Monday night game? Justin? Yeah, I got to watch that one, and uh, it was really a close game. came down to the wire, so uh, it's always a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, you know, what, what do you think's going through Mac Jones's head as he throws it only twice? In an evening, Justin. What was that like? Uh, what is that like? I, to I, think? That's a tough situation. Three As a times. quarterback, you know, you always love to throw the ball, but you have to do anything you can to win the game. And, um, you know, they found a way to win the game by only throwing the ball three times. So, uh, really impressive job. So, uh, when you go and you went into Cincinnati and it's Joe Burrow and it's you and you're part of the same draft class, uh, do you think at all that uh, I want to beat this guy and just show somebody if anybody needs anything to be proven? Justin, any of that sort of pride on the line last weekend for you? You know, I, I think going into the game, you want to win every game. Um, you know, I, I got to know Joe at the Combine, and he's a great guy, and we got to spend some time together talking, and, um, you know, I'm always rooting for him. He's, he's, a, he's a guy that uh, I'll be cheering for for the rest of his career and excited to see where he can where he can go. Um, but, you know, I, I think every week you, you look to, to try and win the game, and um, I don't think there was anything more because of it. Uh, I just have a lot of respect for that team and, and that quarterback as well. Justin Herbert here on the Rich Eisen Show from the Los Angeles Chargers getting ready for the Giants. So um, for you, what are you better at, do you think, this year 
that last year, either just your your greenness being in the league or anything else, lent uh, to to this being your step forward this year. What's the biggest step forward for you this year, Justin? Yeah, I think uh, I think playing with timing is one of those things that I worked really hard this offseason. Um, our quarterback coach Shane Day and I uh, we spent a lot of time working on our drops and and how every route is tied to the the timing of the drop and. Um, you know, if you do have to wait a little bit longer, make sure you, you hitch and move your feet independently and being able to ready and, and throw those balls on time. But, um, you know, I think having a, a feel for the pocket, being able to step up kind of quick movements uh, to avoid a defender, uh, I think I've, I've gotten better at that. And what about sticking in the pocket longer? I mean, like your 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 game against the, the Steelers was significant for not just your throwing, but your running as well. But that's kind of seemingly an outlier this year. You were running a lot more last year. What about that? Justin. Yeah, I think that's maybe just an instinct thing. Um, you know, if the pocket gets split, um, defenders aren't looking at you, and, and there's plenty of space. You take off and you run. And um, you know, we'd we'd love to be able to convert every third down, and and whether that's through the air or through the ground, um, you have to find a way to to complete those third downs. And uh, I, I thought we did a great job of kind of reacting to that pocket, being able to take off and run and get some yards. So Brandon Staley this year has brought a different mix, obviously, than than your first year. What what uh, what has he done with you? Do you think that has helped you to where you are right now, going into Week 14, Justin? Yeah, he he comes into our quarterback room all the time and just talks defense, and he's got such a great feel for defenses and especially his own and, and the way they run it on uh, on our field and. Um, just talking with him and picking up so much about, you know, leverage and uh, where the linebackers are going to line up and, and what they're trying to hide, what they're trying to disguise. Um, we've learned a, a ton from him. Okay. And, you know, so much was made during your draft period of that, uh, that, um, that piece of paper that you, you or your homework or what have you when you were a kid that you grew up wanting to be a quarterback uh, in the NFL of the Chargers. Is this this sort of stuff through the first year in plus that you dreamt of? I mean, is this the dream that you were – you're thinking of as a kid that you're actually realizing it, Justin? It, it's still unbelievable to me to, to, to realize where I am. And, um, you know, I just have to thank all the people that helped me get here. And um, I didn't do it alone. And I, I thank my parents, my mom and my dad, my brothers, my grandparents, and uh, especially all the coaches I've had along the way that have you know, kind of molded me into the quarterback that I am today. And um, still so much room for improvement. I can get so much better. Um, but, you know, it, it's an honor to be here. Like what? Seriously, like what? What are you talking about? Room for improvement. What? 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 What can you improve upon right now, Justin? We can, we can always limit turnovers. Um, you know, I can always get the ball out quicker, and um, you know, I think even having a better understanding of defenses and being able to check and, and go through audibles and do all of that um, stuff. You know, I think that's the next step in the quarterback play, and, and that's stuff that you can always improve on. Who's the one who yells for the ball the most in the huddle from you? Uh, I think the great part about our receivers is no one really yells for the ball. Okay, so then let me just – that, that, that might be a – that might be a too strong word. Who's the most vocipro- vociferous then? Let's use that word. Who's who's one that speaks up saying I'd like it more than not? Yeah, I, I think Keenan Allen and Mike yeah. Williams are those guys that, that want to compete for the ball every single play. And you know, I think they're two very special players. And, and on third down especially, you need to be able to, to look for them because something special is going to happen. And – that's kind of what you want from your competitors like that to be able to go up and get the ball and, and fight for the ball and want the ball. Okay. It seems that uh, at home, you know, uh, it, it, it seems that the, on the road, let's put it this way, you guys are a little bit more consistent and, and focused. What What's going on at home a little bit more for you, Justin? Obviously, you're not shut out at home, but uh, it just seems to me, I've been in a few of your games and I've seen a few on the road. It seems different. Is there something going on that we need to know about? 
at all? I don't think there's anything different. I think you can take a look at uh, the Raiders film, the the Pittsburgh Steelers film, and, mm-hmm. and our offense was playing pretty well those ga- days. And, Browns. Um, you know, well. I think we'd love, yeah, especially. And I think it's one of those things that you'd love to be able to compete as well as you can every single game, but that's the NFL, and, and you have to learn from it. And as tough as it may be and not being able to move the ball sometimes, uh, you have to be- get better from it. And, and uh, you know, I think you have your, your – your low games, your, your low points, but you always have to bounce back and be ready for the next one. Justin Herbert here, a couple minutes left with the Los Angeles Chargers quarterback here on the Rich Eisen Show. What do you think about what's going on at your alma mater now looking for a new coach who uh, has left for uh, the University of Miami? What do you think about that, Justin? I think it's always a tough situation. You know, Coach Chris Paul and I, we, we were really close, and, you know, I really loved playing for him. And, um, you know, you can't fault the guy. He, he, uh, he has a great opportunity to go coach there back home and, uh, be with his mother, and um, you know I, I feel for all the guys at Oregon because you know they've they put so much into it. But I trust the administration. I know they're going to find the right guy. Okay, is, is there somebody in in mind? Is there somebody you would want to pound the table for, Justin? You do have a little bit of sway, even just saying something publicly. So, what do you have? Anything? I uh, I haven't done enough research yet. So if at the end of the year when football's over and and they're still looking for a coach, I'll, I'll help you. <laughs> You'll be part of this. That's then. that's be part of the search. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yet. And and honestly, I think you're playing uh, remarkably well. Not just because of of who you are and who you represent, but I don't know if you're aware. You are the quarterback of both of my fantasy teams. Um, I appreciate that. That means the most to me. You know, I, I've put a lot of faith in you, uh, Justin. There's no question about it. And right now, one of those teams is 11 and two, and uh, you and Keenan are on that team together. So, um, do me a favor, mention that to Coach Staley, and uh, and 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 apologize to Mike Williams when you have to, you know, go to 13. <laughs> Will you mind? Would you mind doing that a little bit? What do you think? I'll uh, I'll get that taken care of. I love it. I love it. Terrific. Okay, I like it. All right, and uh, you're not touching your hair this year, right? This is it, what we're seeing this time yeah, around? Yeah, that, that, uh, that wasn't the plan for this year. So, uh, <laughs> Was it in the plan for last year? I don't know if it was in the plan for last year even. No, you know? it technically wasn't, so I think that's just something that uh, kind of came up, but okay. uh, I'll have to address that after the year. Okay, very good. That's another after the year uh, addressing. Take care of yourself, Justin Herbert. Appreciate the time. You be well, sir. Awesome. Thank you very much. Right back at you. That's Justin Herbert, Los Angeles Chargers quarterback, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. That was uh, that's uh, the latest from Herbie. the Los Angeles Chargers quarterback right there taking on the Giants. You take a look at the the Chargers' next handful of games. After the Giants, it's a quick turnaround. The Chiefs come in. What a huge that one is, gents, because they would sweep the Chiefs. They Ooh. could take over first place. Wow. We're assuming the Kansas City Chiefs this current weekend. Let's just say they take care of the Raiders. Um, and thus beating the Chiefs on a Thursday night at home, that put them in first. They're just a game back, and then they'd have that tie break. And if the Raiders somehow beat the Chiefs, uh, Chargers could be in first place going into that game. And then they're at Houston, home for Denver. They should beat up Denver. I know Denver's a tough defensive team that just showed them the back of their hand in Week 12 in Denver. And then go to Vegas. Some fun AFC West games coming up right then and there. So um, keep an eye on all of that. Your phone calls when we come back, 844-204-RICH, number to dial, and then we set up our number three of this program. The uh, Coach of the Year candidates have come out in college football. We'll hit that when we come back, too. 
It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Let's take this phone call. Andrew in Washington State. What's up, Andrew? Rich, first time, long time. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making it. Bing. What's on your mind? All right. Sorry <laughs> sorry about the, the noise you cut me while going going out on an errand. But, hey, Won't hear I anything. to say something real quick. I think it's going to be the MVP versus the Rookie of the Year, Tom Brady versus Mac Jones, Super Bowl 2022, the brain of Belichick versus the – age of brady what do you think you did your your hot takes earlier yeah that's a pretty good hot take i don't think that's a hot take at all i think the football gods have been winking at us on this concept for weeks now and and if you thought the run-up to uh the week four sunday nighter in which um you know seth wickersham's book on the patriots years came out and we were talking about brady and belichick and x y and z between them and a b and c and and, um, you know, who meant more to the other and all that stuff. And they they uh, they quickly hugged it out on the field because they were talking with each other after the game. And Belichick walked into the locker room and took Brady aside and had a conversation back there. And if you thought that that maybe wouldn't lend any hype to the Super Bowl, extra hype to the Super Bowl that, that no other matchup would provide, uh, I think you're way wrong. I think that that entire week would be lit here in Southern California. Lit. I, I I hear you. Also, one little tidbit. You know, it's the only third time in NFL history that a team has only attempted three passes during a game. So it happened last night. Yeah, I know. And the last time, and thank you very much. In fact, the record uh, for fewest is two in a win. Joe Ferguson of yep. the Buffalo Bills did it against my Jets. I mean, I wrote this down. Uh, it was in... 73 uh, or something? Yeah, 1973. At one point, Mac Week was... Week 3, 73. At one point, he was 1 for 1, 12 yards, with yeah. a 116 passer rating. But, uh, well, uh, look, this and this is why passer rating is, is so confusing to fans <laughs> and ridiculous. Nobody knows the formula. You're 1 for 1. Why isn't that a perfect passer rating? Uh, yards and no touchdown pass. If that would have been like one for one for 50 yards and a touchdown. What's the threshold? What's the threshold? 
I think it just factors in the calculation, whether it was a touchdown, how many yards it was for. With earned runs, it's we like the Cynthia number of runs phone. you've given divided by nine. That's it. Well, that's also a stat that doesn't really mean anything. Or the runs divided. It, it's not divided by nine. I guess it goes into nine, right? Is that what it is? I'm yeah, so e- bad at math. ERA, it's ridiculous. My brain is so Rich, not wired like, for it. That's why we're not uh, baseball's target demo anymore. Like wins, RBI, batting average, they don't matter. What is wins above replacement? That means uh, how many wins you're worth above an average player. Who's the average player? Just a regular Joe Schmo average baseball player. Is there a player that's out there in Major League Baseball that is... That is a zero war? No, no, no. That well, is, a zero war is means an average that player. That means, it, that means you're the average player. Yeah. Is there a zero war guy? No, for sure. What a horrible thing to have hanging over you. You're officially average. <laughs> you're solid. Numbers back up. Yeah, you're solid. Solid. you're solid. You're solid. You're solid. Hey, you made Major League Baseball. You're in the majors. There's somebody out there who's like, yeah, the, the numbers support. You are average. You are no better, no worse. You know what I mean? You're just, you're, you're that so guy. Last year, you're Rich, just a guy. Just for you're example. Jack. You're just a guy. Just for an example, Shohei Otani led the league in war last year. He was a nine. So he's better than nine no, wins he, above the average guy? He's worth nine extra wins above an average player. Meaning what? Meaning if the Angels were full of zero players, they would have you know a certain record. But if you throw in Shohei Otani, suddenly nine he's worth wins. nine more wins. Oh, I, but I don't understand what that means over the, over, the, over the course of a year. What does that tell you? Over the course of a year. He's got you nine wins automatically. You, he's worth nine extra wins. That's, I mean, if you have three or four guys like that. So then when he's out, 40 wins. when he's out, okay, when Otani's not in. Let's say Otani's not out, out there. He's not. He's, not, I'm trying to he's find getting who, a day off. He's a day off. I'm trying to find who the so, zeros are. So who, the, the Angels are, you're a zero? I mean, or you're minus nine. You've, you're, you're gonna, oh. You have nine more chances to lose? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, it doesn't mean anything to me. I don't understand what it is. Oh, he's wins above replacement. Meaning what? Meaning the person who would ordinarily be starting in your place, you're worth nine wins more than that. Yeah. Over the what? course of the, over the, course of the season. You have a nine, not, nine time better chance of winning that no, night no, with no, him no, in the no, lineup? No. If that guy played instead of Otani for the whole year, he would be nine less. They, the, they would win nine less. Is there an expert on this listening to us right now screaming at their radio because Probably. I don't understand it and you're not doing that great of a job of explaining it? I get it. <laughs> I get it. I'm using Is that what's happening right now? I've never understood it, to be honest with you. I get it a little, Brock. I'm trying to find who is zero saying, player. Like, you know what? I'm, I'm an old gen stat guy. Somebody hits the ball, somebody scores. That's a run batted in. I know you have knocked in the run. It's one it. nothing. Your hit was the one that made it one nothing. You batted in a run. That's why it's a run batted in. And I know when you've gone, when you uh, next from. two times you're at the plate, you don't get a hit. You're one for three. So on average, you put a ball in play and hit safely 33% of the time. And I go compared to other people, that's pretty damn good. That can get you in the Hall of Fame. I get it. Wins a buff replacement. I don't understand it's it. where this analytics So you want to get people with a better... They're out of their mind. Are there people with negative wars? Like you're oh, worse? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're worse. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're worse. Oh, yeah, you're worse. You're worse, so you're than, worse than the average. average. You're worse than the average So you're player. walking around. You're not even solid. Hold on, I'm trying to find it on the well, Yankees What's your war? Hold on. Oh, in, whoa, hold on. William doing what? Jason Feller is in here. Doing what? He does an excellent, no, does, no, when no, Jay no, Felt no. comes in here. Doing uh-oh. what? This job? Or is this a problem some... bringing this up right now, no, TJ? No, this is actually this really funny. This What's actually... Mike Del Tufo's war? I mean, I'm definitely. The show, the show, 
Okay. If when Jay, when nine, Jay Felly is here, when Jay Felly, he brings a different vibe. You don't have a friend who's tattooing the show's logo on his ass for no, fantasy. Not, not, like like you bring in stupid. a different, he brings in a it's different okay. vibe. Jay, Jay brings you batteries in the morning. He does. Yeah, like the batteries went out. The batteries went out during the conversation with Justin Herbert. Jason brings batteries. That never happens with Jay. Uh huh. I mean, I'm. So what's your what's what's your war? Like you're the and and well, be honest the, with you, Mike's the weatherman, so that's going to count for something. All right, exactly. here, here we go. Just let's look at last year's Yankee team, okay? Team you oh, know oh, very oh, well, like, right? Yeah. Aaron Judge led your team in WAR with a six. That's really good. good. Really, that's really good. good. Yeah. Fotani's really, nine. really good. However, you only Zach had Britain was minus twenty five. <laughs> you only had four players above a one. So, Giancarlo Stanton was three point one. DJ LeMahieu one point five. Guardy Party was a one. Okay. Damn, he had a Whoa, good. Yeah, I mean, his first year, half yeah. of the year was terrible. Yeah, so that's was, impressive. And then you had Boston. You had a Clint Frazier, for example, was a negative one point four. Yeah, but I, I I could tell you he was a minus. Yeah, because you watched him play. Right. I don't He's need a war. I don't need a war. I don't need a war. What's it good worse for? Absolutely nothing. Solid. And he made two million bucks. Uh, I don't get it. Do you see who's trending? I no, I haven't seen. Ben it. Simmons is trending. Oh. I clicked I on it. it. Why? He's going broke. Why am I? Why am I? Why is he trending? I'm. I'm trying to sense it. I believe it's because there is a Bleacher Report story out. Jake oh. Fisher has wrote written in his name. Jake not, Fisher not wrote it, talking about uh, the new, uh, I guess, G, new GM or interim GM or whatever his t- time uh, his his uh, his title is. Joe Cronin met over the weekend. With Chauncey Billups, mm-hmm. the uh, head coach who's eleven and fourteen now that they lost to the Clippers last night, um, my guy Dame Time is currently out time for the foreseeable future. They're hoping he comes back middle of this month with an abdominal injury that's been clearly hurting him for much of the year. And saying, let me uh, let me quote here: <laughs> They had this meeting, and um, according to uh, this report, they sat down and swapped at C.J. McCollum could be swapped for Ben Simmons. Been a popular idea among league figures. Simmons was one of several defensively minded wing players who Lillard has expressed interest in playing with since the 2020 offseason. Yeah, who else is on that list? Jalen Brown and Aaron yeah. Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> Come to Boston, Dame. Yeah, see, that's not what Dame's no, no, saying. No, 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 Dame wants to play with Jalen Brown in saying. Portland. Yeah. That's not what it says. Yeah, that's well, yeah, it is. I mean, <laughs> that is, that's what I'm reading. All she did have conversations with the Magic for Gordon. Again, that's in re- reference to uh, Neil Olshie, the general manager who got bounced due to workplace misconduct allegations that were appear to be, have been, been uh, founded allegations based on an independent um, look into all of it, ordered up by Portland. And uh, the previous general manager did have a conversation with the Magic for Gordon, but a deal never came to fruition. Portland instead traded two first-rounders for Robert Covington. How that one work out? Yeah, Woj has a story out right now talking about uh, what's going into this GM search in Portland and the most complicated factor. Dame wants to be, A, extended, and B, become the NBA's highest-paid player. Now, your hope is that... Uh, that falls apart, and Dame's then sent packing, which would be just like a total disaster. 
certainly when the uh, according to this story that the new NBA collective bargaining or new NBA uh, uh, broadcast deals are going to be done, the, the Blazers could be sold. Mm. So there's a lot of moving parts up there in Oregon. And uh, you're hoping that that falls apart, and then they're like, yeah, let's send him back. And, and Look, then, I, I've said my piece for months and months. But Ben I mean, Simmons for Lillard is not even remotely close to a, a fair swap. Well, that's what they're telling you. Okay. <laughs> Who would you who would tell you, us anything, guys? I'm going to let you know what's going on. Who would you trade? We would have to trade. A Jalen cl- Brown would be the guy I'd want if I'm Portland, because I know you're not getting. I know I'm not getting Tatum from you. What Time Lord? Would I want him? It would when be he can't a combination. Healthy, he, can't of, play, he can't play three games in a row right now. It would Robert be a combination Williams. of draft picks and expiring contracts, or a third team. So you're basically saying we're going to send Lillard to Boston. And try and get our cap house in order. Yeah, and then have a Portland and, fans who love Dame Lillard. You get you get nothing a, and like it, but don't worry. We've hired a new coach that doesn't appear to know how to actually play with the guys that we've won games with here. Well, you, you think get, that's you sellable get, to you Portland get picks fans and cap flexibility to sign free agents? Yeah. But you have to say bye bye to. Dame. I don't think that's sellable in uh, Portland. <laughs> I don't think that's sellable at all. Aiden Hutchinson. Joining us in hour three. Don't go anywhere.